0: Good morning, welcome to all those joining us for Likuti HaLachas, Yoridea, Chelekshenei, Chelekshenei, Nadorim, Halacha Dalet. We're in the middle of paragraph Chaf. We're up to the sub-paragraph, V'chein merumaz bahatoi v'hanal. We were in the middle of discussing the topic of the Shofar and Rosh Hashanah, and waking, going to sleep, and waking up from sleep. We dedicate the share today Le'iwi nishmas, Abba Halevi, whose yard site is tomorrow on the 26th of Shvat, and also Le'iwi nishmas, Rebbe Aroin Mordechai. And we dedicate the learning for a complete refuel Shalema for all those that need it, including Tzaviva Chana Basgalia, Yente Bas Pesel, Nicha Bas Ruhia, Bas Yaakov Yerishuah ben Sreindl Rechel, Lebeleah bas Sipoira, Dovid ben Shana, Boruch Mordechai ben Tali, Tali bas Yael, Nassim Yehuda ben Tali, Soralea bas Chavaliba, Avigail Brocha bas Yehuda ben Soramaya, Chayamari ben Brocha, Idis bas Miriam Michal Sora Bas Hadassah, Suv Yitzvi Ben Chaya Aliza, David Ben Behia, Shendel Bas Ayelet, Shoshana Bas Hanaleya, Eliana Golda Bas Hanasega, Esther Baskalia, Simcha Baszara Sora Zora Bas Odol, Toiva Bas, Bas Chava Perol, Yisrael Doiv, Ben Frumet nahama Ami Ben Chai Ben Yehudas Gila, of Romtziher Shpem Peralmalka Shimon Eliyase Ben Rochel the Soych Shach of Israel we continue Vachin Merumas Bhatoy Rhanal and it's also hinted to in chapter seven in the second half of Likudim Rann which our halacha is based on She Shoyfer Hu Bchinas Haoras Ben Vetalmed that the Shoyfer Represents this combination of the light of the sun and the student, which represent upper level and lower level. Because Rabbi brings there in Talbot Yud, that this light that's given to the people on a higher level, which are represented by the sun and S O N, and the lower level, which are called Talmud, are correspond to Yoivel. Yoivel means the Jubilee year, and Yovel also means a shofar is called Yovel, which, by the way, is blown on the Jubilee year at, at uh, Yom Kippur. Shehu Roshetei Vais, Rabbenazal brings it or we, we run, that the word Yovel makes up the first letters of the Pesach. Zeho Bonaich Limude Hashem all of your sons are the students of hashem limude the students the teachings of hashem so this passage includes the term ben and the term talmud limude talmud and again the word hashem is yud ke, ke in this case so it's vav beis lamed yud ayin shan take a look over there in paragraph yud where Rabin Azal speaks about this the yovel who bechinas keren ha And the yovel represents the horn that's the shoyfer. Bechinas ben shoych be ha As the Pasuk says in Yehoshua, when you will, when you will hear the sound of the shoyfer, and the shoyfer is called yovel. We call iskenu b'Rosh Hashanah who l'hamsher hadas because our entire focus on Rosh Hashanah is all about drawing holy das into the world. Shetzrisim la'ho'ya beben the Talmud, which we need to shine into the people on both levels. K'deish she'Yisroel zer hadas b'zer ha'olam lanetzach. So that this Das will remain in the world and be passed on from generation to generation eternally. The what Das are we referring to? Legalis to reveal and broadcast Hashem to the world. Lohidia ki Hashem to make everyone know that Hashem is the one who created everything and who operates everything. O malchusay b'koyel and Hashem's kingdom rules over everything. Kimaloi cholores because the entire world is filled with Hashem's kavod, with Hashem's kingdom. Again, the highest levels and the lowest levels. Shekholze iskenu Rosh Hashanah, and this is really our whole focus on Rosh Hashanah. Shanu Marbin lehispalel where we, we focus a lot of our tefila on this. As we say, al haOlam In the Sh'moneh Esrei on Rosh Hashanah, we say, Hashem, please rule over the entire world with Your glory, al and be recognized over the entire world, Pol and let all of Your creations realize that You created them. Because, again, the most important thing is to draw the divine presence of Hashem and reveal the divine presence of Hashem down here in this world. Because this is Hashem's greatest pleasure and joy, when Hashem's glory and kingdom are revealed specifically in this lowly world in the oillamhuasia in this physical world the and therefore after the sin of the spies Kishan is is. When Hashem expressed his willingness to forgive to Moshe Rabbeinu, the Omalloy, and he said to Moshe Rabbeinu in Parashashashlach, I forgive based on your words, on your prayers. Right after that, it says in the Passock, and the Kovite of Hashem will be filled, will fill the entire world. V'zeh loshem ha And now Rav Nassar says, now I'm going to quote the entire Pesach there. It says, Hashem Hashem said, I forgive, based on your words, the ulam. However, I swear, the emolech Hashem is colour that the covert of Hashem will fill the entire world. Ainu know Ainu kanal. This fits beautifully with what we said before. The main sin of the Maraglim was that they refused to really believe in what the holiness of Eretz Yisrael is all about. That through the holiness of Eretz Yisrael, We have the ability to reveal Hashem to throughout the entire world. And to bind everyone and everything to Hashem. Therefore, Hashem said to Mosh Rabbeinu after the sin, that Hashem says, despite the sin, despite everything, I am gonna complete my purpose of creation. Because even though the did what they did and they caused the damage that they caused to destroy the et etc., etc. cetera. despite that, Adir Bamoroim Hashem. Hashem is above everything. The Sinai, and Hashem completes and will complete everything according to his will. The Hashem is and the covert of Hashem will fill and be recognized over the entire world. Because in the final end, Moshiach is gonna come. Hopefully, speedily, in our days, the Yachzor, the Yiznei and Moshiach will go back and rebuild, or build the new Beis Hamikdash eternally, which will last eternally. coil. and then the divine presence and the greatness of Hashem will be revealed to everyone. Uhvoida Yuzbolahiya Maloy Bah Moly Bahol Horetskular and the colour of Hashem will fill the entire world from top to bottom. The Gam may oz the ad at the and and from then till now and until Mushiach comes, Loya Sovano Helakenu, Hashem never leaves us completely. The and Hashem is always sending us awesome Tsadium, who revealed to us this holy das about the greatness of Hashem and recognition of Hashem. By which it's revealed that Hashem's coverage fills the entire world. As it says in our Tzirah, the covered of Hashem will fill the entire world. And this is the repair of the sin of the miracle that we are involved in in every generation and will be completed once and for all when Moshiach comes. Any questions, please? We have a question in the chat. Does Salah B'Kid refer to the sin of the Meraglim or to the Egel? The Meraglim. The Meraglim. That that Pesach is in Pasha Shlach, after the sin of the Meraglim. There might be something similar in in Pasha's Kisisa for the Egel, but right now he's quoting Pasha Shlach, referring to the Meraglim. Thank you. Sure. Okay, we continue. The alkane, the Rosh Now Radnosanzal is gonna really explain and clarify the Torah reading that we read on Rosh Hashanah in the morning, which speaks about the fact that Sarah Imainu conceived Yitzchak at the age of ninety years old. The and that's the Torah portion that we read in the morning on Rosh Hashanah. Hashem remembered Sora. because Yitzhak is the first. Child that was born with the holiness of a Jew, meaning that Avram Avinu was born to parent parents Terach and Amasloi who were idol worshippers, whereas Avram Avinu is the one who really took on the authority of Hashem and the observance of the Torah as as it was known to him, and he and Solimenu lived together Kedusha, and gave birth to this child, Yitzchak Ovinu, B'kusha, who received his bris Mila when he was eight days old. Sheheim megalen el-kusser And every Jewish child that's born, B'gusha, reveals the divine presence of Hashem in the world. I just mentioned this yesterday. Yesterday at a bris, or yesterday at... The day before at a Bris milah, that we know that when a person passes away, the Arizal says the kingdom of Hashem in this world is diminished, becomes lessened. Before he had 500 subjects, and now he has 499. You know that I'm giving it as a Moshe. That's why we say Kaddish. The first word in the first words in Kaddish are Shemei Rabba. May the holy name of Hashem be heightened, be elevated, because as a result of a person passing away, the the name of Hashem, the Kavay of Hashem, the Malchus of Hashem was diminished. Kavioho. because again the person would say, "But what do you mean? Their soul went up to Shemayim; they didn't disappear." You're right, but Rabbenu showed us here that the name Kavod of Hashem, the main revelation of the Kavod and Malchus of Hashem is down here in this world. So the Kingdom of Hashem has been diminished. Whereas when a child is born, and a child, a a male child has a bris that's revealing and elevating and increasing the Malchus of Hashem. Because Avram was really the first one who started revealing and broadcasting Hashem to the world. As the Gemara says in the beginning of Brachas, page 7, and as it says in the Chumash, Hashem, the Hashem in heaven, who took me from the house of my father? Upirish Rashi and Rashi says over there, "Vloyoma At this point, he does not say the Hashem down here on earth. He just says Hashem But prior to that, he said, and I hereby swear to you, Omar lo so Abraham Avinu said now hashem has become recognized as the hashem up in heaven and down on earth after i informed the world i enlightened the world about hashem and got the people to talk about hashem hashem became common on people's lips However, when Hashem first took me from the house of my father, at that point in time, Hashem was only Hashem up in heaven, not down here on earth, meaning because the members of this world didn't recognize Hashem. So we see that Avram Avinu is the first one who really broadcasted and 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 publicized Hashem in the world. However, Avram Avinu had not yet been born in holiness. The first one to really be born with the holiness of a Jew is Yitzchak Avinu. He was the first son who was actually born with the holiness of a yid. That's why we read all about his birth on Rosh Hashanah. Because this is what Rosh Hashanah is really all about to draw Das into this world, to draw the divine presence down here. And that's accomplished especially when a person is to have a child, to to have someone to leave behind when when that person leaves the world. Ben the Talmud. When a person leaves behind a child, a student, das at Sadiq, who receive the das of their father, the tzaddik, the Daita and by this, that tzaddik's das remains in this world even after he leaves the world. And this is why Avram Avinu strived so much to leave behind holy births in this world, Yitzhak Avinu, and the students whom Avram Avinu was Makarius. The and this will explain why it specifically. When Abraham Avinu sent his servant Eliezer to go search for a Zivuk for Yitzhak, his Hanal. That's when he mentions this point. Shehu he says the Hashem up in heaven, and he intentionally does not mention Hashem down here on earth. Lohoyla is to show that Avram Avinu was the one who drew the divine presence, who revealed the divine presence of Hashem down in this world. And as we said before, this was this was how what Avram Avinu's argument was to Hashem when he was negotiating with Hashem that Hashem should help Eliezer succeed in this mission that it's it's very appropriate that hashem should help the messenger that Avraham sent Eliezer to find the zidok for Yitzchak so that Yitzchak also would be to produce children so that this holy das of recognition of Hashem will be perpetuated and remain in the world forever. Because the shining of this das in the world really began from Avram Avinu. Because prior to that, Hashem was not called the Hashem down here on earth. And therefore, Hashem has to help Eliezer and help Yitzchak Avinu find his Zivu. So that he'll produce children. Because one of the main ways that we bring this da'as in the world is by leaving behind Children and students. The Al came clear and laid as Yitzchak and that's why we read about the birth of Yitzchak and Rosh Hashanah, because Rosh Hashanah is one of the most important days of the year when we're being this das in the world, which is this light of the son and the student. You know, this this recognition of Hashem being shown to the people on the highest levels and the lowest levels. <speaking in Hebrew> this is what the birth of Yitzchak was all about. <speaking in Hebrew> That's the first real holy birth. <speaking in Hebrew> From which came forth Yaakov avinu, <speaking in Hebrew> Who is the one who produced the twelve tribes from which the whole the whole Jewish nation comes from? Shekibra, who is who accepted or received the Torah? Shehem Megalim It's we, the Jewish people, that really reveal Hashem in the world. And as a result of at the age of 90 years old, conceiving Yitzchak, this brought a great era to the world. As we know, Yitzchak of Inu is known as the symbol of Pachad, fear. Because as Rabbi Asal explains over the Qutaman, that one of the most important aspects of this recognition of Hashem in the world is that people should have proper fear and respect for Hashem. And that's why one of the most important highlights of Rosh Hashanah is blowing the shoifar from a ram, Eloi Shel Yitzchak, which reminds Hashem of the ram that was substituted for Yitzchak Avinu on the Akedah. Any questions, please? Paragraph of And this will explain Why one of the major focuses on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, even on Erev Rosh Hashanah, one of the major paragraphs in Slichas is all about chayim, asking Hashem for chayim, chayim, chayim. Because true life comes. From this das, ben Because Rabbeinu explains over there in Likutim land that the more that a person shares their das with students and children, the more that person is to makifin. As a person empties their brain from its knowledge to share it with others. Hashem refills the brain with new knowledge, things that were originally makithin for the person, things that were not inside the person's head previously. They were like a halo surrounding the head, like a makif. Now those makithin go inside as a result of the fact that this person emptied their brain into somebody else. They share their knowledge with somebody else. And Rabbeinazal speaks about this over there in paragraph 6 in chapter 7 of Likud Rabbi speaks about the term makis and the term tkufa. Tkufa means a season, a period, a period of time. There's, there's tkufa y'shayamim, the seasons of days, and tkufa y'shayamim, the seasons of years. That's the terminology that's used in the Torah to refer to long life. <clears throat> I in Shamba, I'll take a look over there in paragraph six where Rabbi Nizal expounds on this. And regarding this life that we're pleading with Hashem on Rosh Hashanah and Kippur that Hashem should give us. Shehem b'chinas chayim haruchim, chayim amitim, long life, true life, which means a life that's worth living, a life of recognition of Hashem. Shekol hachiyus, shekolachayim nimshach rak nisham, where the whole life of all of our lives comes only from Das Sechel. Remember, we quote the Pesach, Chochma is what gives life to the one who possesses it. If a person doesn't have Chochma, they're not called living. They they exist like an animal exists, like a tree exists. When a person has recognition of Hashem, that's when they're called alive. The word "chayim" is Bigimatria chosam. He had Sadek or is kayadua, because the tzaddik is sifrei kabbalah tell us the Zohar Kodesh tells us that the tzaddik is the one who infuses life and 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 helps all of the worlds to exist. Obviously, he's drawing this chiyas from Hashem. But Hashem puts the tzaddik in charge in a sense that it's via the tzaddik, via the need of that Hashem is infusing the world with life. Inikra tzaddik chay almen. Because we see in the Tikkun Eizoya, it refers to the tzaddik as tzaddik chay almen, the tzaddik who gives life to the world. Again, this is the tzaddik the alkane micro coil and that's why we said we stressed that the tzadik is called coil all he represents this all heaven and earth the okay the he's holding on to the highest levels and the lowest levels he is the one who is allowing all the worlds to exist. All the worlds are represented by this, these terms, heaven and earth, the upper level and the lower level. Because through the das that the tzaddik shines into all the people, and into all the worlds, that's how he infuses life into the world and, and allows the worlds to continue to exist because as the posse says in koheles is the source of Hadas and the main das which is the life of everything comes from these makifin which means from the very high level of daas, as as the as Rabbi quotes these the, psukim, which speak about the seasons of days, the seasons of, of years. Tkufa, means like power, and, and, and length of days and length of years. Shehem ikar alichas yomim this is what the term long life is really all about, long days, long years, when, when a person is increasing their das every day. And it's from this new das that's being revealed constantly, that's the source of life. And it's this type of long life and true life that we're asking Hashem for on Rosh Hashanah Kippur. Because our main request is to, have, to be truly living. That's this long life. Rav Nassan's as we find in the Sifrei Kabbalah and the Sefer Shari Oira, which is the same as Sefer Kabbalah in the eighth Shara. Any questions, please? Rav Nassan, there was a question in the chat. Can the Rav please repeat again which word has the same gematria as Chaim? Chacham. Chacham. Because the word Chaim has two yuds. It's a ches two yuds and a man. Two yuds are like a chaf. But the word chayim is begemakriachacham, showing this connection that ha chachma that chachma is what gives real life to one who possesses it. If a person doesn't have chachma, chachma meaning recognition of Hashem in this case, they're not considered living. They they exist. thank you Sure. and this is why we start asking for this type of life in the beginning of the year because because that's when these the cycle of the year, the term tkufa, here means the cycle of the year begins. the year made a complete circle. Umasheles And now on Rosh Hashanah, a new year is beginning, hopefully, for bless for the good me and that's why we're making an effort to to renew this process of drawing this das from the Makifin, Shahim Bachinas Tkufais Hashonin, which Rabbein Azal says the Ali Qutan is referred to as the the seasons of the year. And Rabbein shows us over there there's the term the periods of time of days, and there's the periods of the time of years. Years is obviously a much greater level than days. Okay, so Rosh Hashanah is the beginning of a new year. We're calling it a new year. Okay, also Behinah's Sheinah. The His Hashemah. And this is why on Rosh Hashanah we have this process that we spoke about in the previous Shia, where Hashem imposes a sleep and a waking up from sleep, just like when he created Chava on the, on the first Rosh Hashanah. And this process is accomplished by blowing the Shoifar. Because this holy das is brought into the world through two paths. One path is sleep, and one path is waking up from sleep. Which, if you recall, we spoke about this earlier that this, ref- when Rabbeinu Nisal there in that Rikut Imran referred to Rabbi Yezer, who was sleeping, and Rabbi Yeshua, who was awake. And Rabbi Eliezer represented the son, Eliezer was the son of Moshe Rabbeinu and Rabbi Yahushua represented the student. You recall we said that Eliezer makes up the first words of the Pasuk, No eye has ever seen anything like the greatness of Hashem. Which, which refers to Olam Haba, that refers to like the highest levels of dance. Whereas the word Yehoshua, which is the student, makes up the first letters of rise up and wake up, you who are lying in the dirt. You know, referring to the lowest levels. That's this concept of, of sleep and waking up from sleep. And this is why we're asking for life, a long life that's coming from these Makithin. And this is why each and every single day, a Jew has to renew his das, try to learn new things. B'bechinas, as the Pesach says, chadoshim labekolen, new every morning. kayadua, as is known as Rabbeinu's not stresses in chapter 35 in Likuderaan. B'zinenas, zegantkein alidei sheno, te hislilas ha-sheno. K'yadua v'kavones, and this is accomplished by our going to sleep at night and waking up from sleep. As the Ali speaks about this in the Pre-Yitzchayim, where he speaks about chazois, by our going to sleep and waking up from sleep, that's what renews our, our das. Because each and every single day, we're receiving a new flow of seichel from, from these makifens, from this high level. Which is referred to as the tukufayz the makifin that are associated with days. Whereas on Rosh Hashanah, we're doing a much greater renewal of the daas. We're receiving a new flow of Das from the high, a much much higher level of makifin. Which are the Makifin, the annual Makifin, and then we complete and, re- and renew the Das on, on the highest levels. Because our daily Makifin have to receive from the level above them which is the annual makifin and that's why on Rosh Hashanah, it's a major major effort and a major work to be able to receive a whole new shipment of Das coming from the highest levels of Makifin, from the annual Makifin, the Kufa Sashonim, Shemishom, Ikr Hadas, that's where the real Das comes from. Ikr Arihas Yomin Vishon. That's where the real long release comes from. Okay, And that's why there's this major focus on Rosh Hashanah. Asking Hashem for life. This this is this long life. True life. Which comes from these. Note also that the two days of Rosh Hashanah are referred to in the Gemara as one long day. That term long is used specifically about Rosh Hashanah that both days are referred to as a single day. Usually when it comes to other holidays, Pesach, Shavuot, Sukkot, it's only those people who live in Chutzlar that celebrate two days, two days of of, uh, two Seder nights, two days of Shavuot, two days, first days of Sukkot. Whereas Rosh Hashanah, everyone, including those living in Yisrael, have two days Rosh Hashanah, but it's called Yoma Arechta, this long day. Any questions? <laughs> and this is why the Arizal explains in the Chaim and the section on Rosh Hashanah that our main focus on Rosh Hashanah is to slice the Malchus and separate the Malchus from Zerampin so that they should be able to turn around and become face-to-face. We've mentioned this in the past, that Kaviyocho, before this process, in the beginning, it's as if they're back-to-back and they're attached at the back just like the, this term, Siamese twins. And in order for them to, re, to be able to have a yichud, they have to be cut up or separated and, and be able to turn around and become face to face. Kedei so that the union between Zeranpen and Malchus should be able to really be achieved properly. Because the term heaven and earth, which we've still now been speaking about, and we said this refers to the people on the higher level and the lower level, those terms are also used to refer to Hashem and the Shechina, the al and therefore Al-Yidei HaTzadik, it's through the Tzaddik who is the one who unites the upper and lower. This brings about this union between Hashem and the Shekhinah. Hashem is referred to as the upper level, and the Shekhinah, the lower level. The term Shamayim is used to refer to Zerantin and Eretz is the term used to refer to the Shekhinah. Shezeru kol in the Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippurim. This is what Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur are really all about. Iqut shebrichu nikre shomayim. V'ha shekhinah nikreis oretz kemri she'isa b'ksovin. Because as we find in the writings of the Arizal, and it says Likutei Torah and Pashas Vayera, the Arizal shows that these terms, Shamayim and Eretz, referred to Hashem and the Shekhinah. The Arizal brings this on the Pesach, Hashem Bechokmah Yosad Eretz. Koinein Shomayim Betvunah. Hashem with Chokmah established the Eretz, and he prepares Shomayim with tzuna. And the Arizal expounds on this pasuk, showing how it refers to this union between Hashem and the Shekhinah. And in other places, in the Zohar Kodesh in Parshas Mishpatim, interesting, this week we're reading Parshas Mishpatim, page 116, and in Parshas Shoistim, page 275. And now Rav Zal says all of this is tied into the fourth day of the Sheva in the story of the seven betlers, the 13th story in Sippor and take A look at what, what we touched on this previously. And we're going to add more on this topic soon. In paragraph 36, right now we're in paragraph 24. In paragraph 36, Rav Nassim Zav is going to tie together this halacha that we've been learning with that story in Sipoim Isis. And now he begins. I'm sorry, this paragraph 36 is referring to possibly the original, the original way that, that, that the paragraphs were aligned, possibly. Just a moment. No, no, it's referring to paragraph 36 that we're going to have in a few pages. But Rabnosal is not going to start talking about this now in the next paragraph. Zahaklav, to summarize what Rabbanizal speaks about there in that story. In that story, there's a story being told about. These, these two birds that got lost from each other, they got separated from each other, <clears throat> and when night comes, they cry out to each other. Ramzen, these two birds and the separation between them represents the Shekhinah, the divine spirit of Hashem going into exile. Shao are, about which the Pasik says initially Kitsiper Kitsipu min Minkina like a bird that wanders away from its nest. Shahi Hashina, this is referring to the, the divine spirit of Hashem, Kain Ish Noid Mimori. So too does a man wander from his place, Shahu Kutchabrihu. The term "tsipa" in that Pesach is alluding to the Shechina, and the Ish is referring to Kut'sha Barifu, Imuvah Zoya, as is explained in the tikkun <coughs> especially in tikkun Vov, in tikkun Aleph, Vov, and chaf Aleph. <laughs> because when we had the Beis and everything was going well. The two bird-like images were face to face. The two Kruvin that were on top of the aron in the holy of holies that that looked like birds. They were facing each other. But the Gemara tells us after the churban desanitzosh, they were back to back. The Shekhinah, the Divine Spirit of Hashem, is referred to as Knesset Yisrael, the Jewish nation. This refers to the Divine Spirit of Hashem, which rests inside of each and every single Jew. If you recall, we mentioned in the past from the Arizal, that the word Shekhinah, when you spell out each letter as a word, Shin spelled Shin-Yud-Nun, the way you pronounce it. Chaf spelled chaf Pei. Yud spelled yud vav Daled, and so on and so forth. It's Biglimatria 601, toph reish And we know that the Jewish nation is referred to as toph reish 600,000 Jews. Aleph and aleph are spelled the same way. So the 600,000 Jews make up, uh, represent this divine spirit of Hashem. And our mission is to bind together and to unify the Shekhinah with its source, which is to Hashem, who is above everything. But unfortunately, due to our sins, Bagolas, while we are in exile, toinu, we are all referred to as wandering sheep, lost sheep. Between as David Ameluch says at the end of chapter 119 in To I'm wandering around like a lost sheep. Minadera, we've drifted off the path to the point where we can't find our way back to the proper path, to find our beloved, who Hashem is which is Hashem, and we plead with the beloved one of our soul, with Hashem, We'd be searching for the beloved one of our soul, the and we can't find him. The Bechinas, as it says in Shira Balelois on my bed, during the nights, the term nights over there refers to when we're in exile, we're in the darkness. I seek the beloved one of my soul. Bechashtis. I search for him, and I can't find him. Because we've wandered away so far that we don't hear the sound of the shepherd calling out to us. Like like a sheep that gets lost, and it's lost for a long period of time when it doesn't even recognize that it. it doesn't hear the sound, and if it would hear it, it doesn't recognize it anymore. And even when we do hear it sometimes, we don't recognize it. As Rabbi Nezhal expounds on this in Likud in chapter 206 where he expounds on this posse Take a look over there. And so too, Hashem cannot come close to us because our sins cause this separation between Hashem and us. As it says clearly in Yeshaya Hanavi, chapter 59, it's your sins that separate between us. Let's just try to finish the, the page in this And the Tzadik is the one whose mission is to bring close and to attach Hashem and the Shekhinah. To bring the Jewish nation close to Hashem. And Rabbi Meshal explains over there in Supreme Isis, that these birds are crying at night, they're wailing, and the people in the two countries where these two birds are found, they can't sleep from the sound. But but because they're so far apart, they can't hear each other even necessarily. And you need someone who can throw their voice, who can throw their sound a, a far distance, so that it should be able to be heard by the other party the tzaddik has to broadcast he has to throw the voice of hashem the words of hashem to the jewish people wherever they are however far away they are and rabbi nizal teaches us that one of the ways that the tzaddik does this is by cloaking The Torah in stories, hiding the Torah in stories. Because when people are far from Yiddishkeit, they can't hear Torah. They can't hear laws and and Torah. The Tzaddik has to hide the Torah in stories. This is one of the ways that the Tzaddik throws the voice of Hashem to the Jewish people because over there, with in that low place, in that distant place where the Jews are hearing this, it doesn't sound like Torah, this great announcement. It seems as if the tzaddik is just telling some kind of a story. Am. But sorry. When he says Khan, he says, over here, let's say, the students who are hearing the stories that the tzaddik tells, they don't hear necessarily the powerful, powerful message that's being broadcasted. It seems to them as if the tzaddik is just telling a story. But over there, in those distant places, when the sound of the tzaddik's teachings reach them, They get the message. They get a very, very powerful message through this story that that the tzaddik told. So therefore, we conclude that this is one of the ways in which the tzaddik broadcasts his the sound of the Torah to the Jewish people, the. So that's one direction. That's going from Hashem to the Jews. Now we have to have the other direction. We have to have. We have to have somebody throw the voices, the prayers of the Jewish people to throw it to Hashem and it should reach Hashem. And this will explain what Rabbeinazov says in chapter 5 in the beginning of Likudimran that the tzaddik sometimes cloaks the tzela in stories. And we, we've mentioned this in the piece that you have an example of this in the Musa Shmon Esri of Rosh Hashanah. Well, if you take a look at some of the long paragraphs there, it starts telling the whole story about there was Noah and there was a flood and there was this and that. And you wonder, what is this doing in Shemon Because of the fact that there's such great prosecutions against the Jewish people, especially against those people who are far from Hashem, is major prosecution against them. You cannot send up their tefillah in its standard format. Therefore, the tzaddik has to be able to take the tefillah and cloak it in a story. And therefore, in that place where the tzaddik is reciting this story, you don't hear, it doesn't sound like a prayer or anything. It's It, it seems as if he's just telling an ordinary story. But up there in heaven, Hashem hears the sound of the prayers of the Jewish people with kindness. This is the voice of the Shekhinah, the Jewish nation, which is being thrown up there the Hashem, we're still in the middle of the paragraph, but we'll hold it over here for now. Any questions, please, before we close? Wishing everybody a wonderful day and a wonderful Shabbos. The next will be in Yitzh Monday, this coming Monday, hopefully, because I'm in now. My mother still needs a major refuah together with all those who we mentioned earlier. Shem should give a complete refuah, Yeshua, refuah Sanefesh and refuah Saguf to all those that need it, and give Klai Yisrael the Yeshua, and that Sadiqim should be able to accomplish what they're trying to accomplish, to reunite Hashem and Klai Yisrael, to turn on the lights, to, to get rid of the darkness, the golas, put an end to this golas and, and reveal the light of Moshiach. Amen, Rev. Nassim. Refor to your mother. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Thank you very much. Best wishes to all.